When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jedi Prophecy of the Chosen One foretells of a singular being who will bring balance to the Force by destroying the Sith. The Sith Prophecy of the Sithari foretells of a singular perfect being who will lead the Sith, then destroy them, but in doing so make the Sith more powerful than ever before. The two prophecies are clearly similar, but also connected. Now I'm going to get to that later. As some of you are aware, I'm reading the novel Darth Bane Path of Destruction, which deals very specifically with the prophecy of the Sithari. The Sith Academy on Korriban, where Bane is training to become a Sith Lord in Lord Khan's Brotherhood of Darkness, has a Zabrak student named Sirak. He is levels above more powerful than any of the other Dark Lords in training, including Bane for the moment at least. Now the future creator of the Rule of Two has recently murdered a fellow student in the practice ring, but instead of being punished for it, as Bane expected to be, the head of the academy, Lord Cordis, is pleased because Bane showed great strength in how he executed his rival, a Makurth Sith named Foharg. As he prepares to leave Cordis's dwellings, Bane stops and asks the Sith Lord about the Sith prophecy and whether or not the immensely powerful Sirak could indeed be the perfect being, the, the Sithari. What is the Sithari? He blurted out. Cordis tilted his head to the side. Where did you hear that word? His voice was grave. I, I've heard some of the other students use it, about Sirak. They say he could be the Sithari. Some of the old texts speak of the Sithari, Cordis answered slowly, gesturing with a ring-laden claw at the books scattered about the room. They say the Sith will one day be led by a perfect being, one who embodies the dark side and all we stand for. Sirak is this perfect being? Cordis shrugged. Sirak is the strongest student at the Academy, for now, perhaps. In time, he will surpass Kasim, and me, and all the other Sith Lords. Perhaps not. He paused. Many of the Masters do not believe in the legend of the Sithari. He continued after a moment. Lord Khan discounts it, for one. It goes against the philosophy underlying the Brotherhood of Darkness. What about you, Master? Do you believe in the legend? Bane waited while Cordis considered his reply. It felt like forever. These are dangerous questions to ask. The Dark Lord finally said, But if the Sithari is more than a legend, he will not simply be born as the exemplar of all our teachings. He, or she, must be forged in the crucibles of trial and battle to attain such perfection. Some might argue such training is the purpose of this academy, but I would counter by insisting that we train our apprentices to join the ranks of the Sith Lords so that they may stand alongside Khan and the rest of the Brotherhood. Realizing that this was as good an answer as he was going to get, Bane nodded and left. He had been absolved of his crime, given a pardon because of his power and potential. He should have been exultant, triumphant, but for some reason, all he could think about as he headed up to the roof to join the other students was the sticky gurgles of Foharg's dying breaths. Sirak, I think it's safe to say, does not turn out to be the Sithari. 
but Bane might be this perfect being. He will go through trials and tribulations and battles, and eventually destroy the Sith only to rebuild them stronger than ever with his new Sith Order, an order that will last a thousand years, leading to Sidious and Vader, the Chosen One. So. That's what I meant by there is a connection. If Bane was the Sithari, let's say, then his Sith order goes from the Sithari to the Chosen One. Beings with one prophesized being and ends with the other. Though there is still a part of me, as I think I've mentioned before, that wonders if both prophecies are in fact the same. Meaning that perhaps Anakin Skywalker is the Chosen One and the Sithari. Hear me out. I mean, he's always the Chosen One because he turns back to the light, but what about that time in between? where he's fully in the dark and he's Darth Vader. And George Lucas has admitted that he is still the chosen one, even when he's evil. So could this also be reversed and meant that he could be the chosen one for the Sith as well? Even though he does in the end turn to the light, he spends more time in the dark side and he does many terrible things that advance the Sith teachings tenfold compared to the Jedi. In fact, he was single-handedly responsible for eradicating the Jedi. He allowed Order 66 to take place. He facilitated in the defeat of the Jedi Temple. He hunted the Jedi for years throughout the galaxy, in Anakin Skywalker's body, as Vader, all the way up until his son sacrificed himself for his father, which brought Anakin Skywalker outside of Vader. Now, George Lucas has always said that Anakin Skywalker is the Chosen One, and he always was the Chosen one, even when he was in the dark side. Star Wars has always been about him, at least the first six movies, the George Lucas saga. Many think that Luke ends up being the chosen one, and I know this is actually alluded to at the end of Rebels. However, Lucas has always said that Anakin was the chosen one, and Luke was merely just the catalyst to bring the chosen one back to fulfill the prophecy full swing. Now, where I could see some people having trouble with this theory of Anakin or Vader possibly being the chosen one for the Sith as well, is that he doesn't really have any hold over Sith. He was never really in charge of them. Sidious was, which probably means that the Sithari was indeed Darth Bane. That being said, it definitely makes you think, what if Anakin didn't burn up? What if he didn't lose to Obi-Wan? What if he didn't let his arrogance get the best of him during that battle? Because I truly do believe that it was Anakin's arrogance that made him lose to Obi-Wan. I think that if it was on a level field, Anakin would have won, eventually. Obi-Wan was much older, and yes, he was the master of Sorsu, which is the master of defense, but Anakin's powers were growing by the minute. His tapping into the dark side was giving him new powers that Anakin had never known, and these were new techniques that Obi-Wan wasn't used to when he was fighting Anakin and expecting to get the same sort of combat that they had always trained with. So if Anakin hadn't burned and had gone to his full potential, then I think he would have been the chosen one for the Sith. I think he would have then been the true Sithari and not Bane, let's say. Let's say Anakin did fulfill what he said to Padme, which was to overthrow the Emperor and to kill him. Sidious knew it was coming and he expected it. He even admitted it to Yoda that Anakin will become more powerful than either of us. But of course, once he lost to Obi-Wan, George Lucas said that he only became 80% as strong as the Emperor's full potential, which is still extremely strong, but not quite a hundred, or even a hundred and one to beat him. That and the fact that Sidious made his suit very vulnerable to electricity kept Vader as his obedient slave and dog up until Vader's death, Anakin's rebirth, and then Anakin's death fulfilling the prophecy. Hope you enjoyed this video, hope it gave you some backstory on Bane, and it made you think a little bit on the Sithari and the Chosen One, and Anakin's role in all of this. 
just for some fun. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.